See this episode's show notes for our unique promo code to get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn when you sign up for a new account. Get your show on Apple and Spotify. Get helpful stats and all the support you need to sound your very best. Hey everyone, this is Phil and Lola of the Capes and Lunatics podcast. You're listening to Into the Night, the the Moon Knight podcast. Hello, hello, loony listeners. You are back. You're listening to Into the Night, the uh, Moon Knight podcast. Another episode to wet your whistle. Another moment where we look up and see a waxing crescent. I'm your host, the High Press of Conchu Ray, joining me on this awesome barbelled smacking themed <laughs> Episode is the power of Chad 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 Chad, 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 Chad. Chad, hey, welcome back. Thanks. I guess we can uh, wait through this together. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, you, you got me on the spot there, Chad. Uh, but <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think um, if oh, I don't know, what I was going to say like reps or sets or something. You're right. Um, it, it's going to be a fun one, uh, loony listeners. Chad is back for another Lunar Pick. It's a modern run review. As I mentioned, it's a waxing crescent, and we will be looking at another, uh, the next part in the Houston run. So Moon Knight Volume 5, Issue 9, not 8. Yes, (laughs) Yes, 9. It is the Midnight Sun Part 3. It is for the occasion. Uh, And just because I'm such a stickler, what I'm going to do... For the purposes of the video podcasters, you probably won't even care, but I'm going to throw up the information there again, and you can see it it does indeed say night. <laughs> so Chad and I will be looking at that. But first of all, a big thank you to all our sponsors, the Petrunis, Odin, Frank, Mario, and Daniel, plus Kulz, and also La La Land um, comics. Uh, Chad, how you been? Okay, up five. I've been good. I've been good. Yes, yes. Uh, good, good. I look. We mentioned in the the previous episode that you've been on where we did cover issue eight. We mentioned uh, let's get sheet faced. Uh, yes. Was the actually the second sojourn into that Chad? Because the first one you and I we did one with the boys over at. Yes, which I'd like to give a bit of a shout out. They are now the Bronze Age Monsters. Go check them out if you feel a bit lost. But I understand that the feed is the same. So if you had been following them as Werewolf by Night, it would still carry across. Um, But, yeah, we had done that before where we did cocktails, Chad. That was nice. We did the Moon Knight cocktail. Um, I love to read. Basically ice cream in a glass. It was delicious. It was delicious. I was a bit kind of iffy as to anything that you add milk into, like with alcohol. But oh, yeah. I mean, you know, white Russians, that works fine. It's fine. It was really good. Uh, and you had the Morello cherries, I do believe. Was it the Morello? Morello? What it was uh, maraschino cherries. Maraschino, okay. Black rum and a little bit of cherry cola. Yes. Oh, it Just is a black. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah exactly just the token bit um yeah that were good actually i'm pretty keen on uh, revisiting that again we did as i mentioned in the previous episode we did um reconvene again uh, a little bit overexcited look i can only speak on my behalf i was probably a little bit overexcited at uh the prospect of doing a let's get sheet face with you again and when we did the comic book uh, what chad and i did was we did, we, we, we set out markers, right? Because that's what the boys over at Werewolf by Night did. So we'd say, you know, if Moon Knight uses his gliding cape, take a sip, you know, that sort of stuff. But we had like a list of 15 yeah. <laughs> like things. So every sentence and... or every page that we came across, we um, we had to take a sip. Uh, you rightly said afterwards, after we both gained sobriety, um, look, Ray, 
I think next time let's just do like one like marker or something and that's fair i think that's fair chad <laughs> I think that's yeah it's like I think... <laughs> we were taking shots for a time we did like a fancy kick or a twisty darts <laughs> and it's just like you know that's his entrance moves <laughs> exactly that's how you start the page just oh god i think my bad my bad i think i called them out um but you know uh happy to do another one again chad uh you know anytime that you yeah if you find maybe anytime. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you know, talking about those cocktails, I'm hankering for another Moon Knight cocktail, actually. That's, they were quite delicious. I did like the other, the other guys is one, um, I'd like you know, the Cosmic, Cosmic Buffoon. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was yours. That was good. And I like theirs as well, which was, uh, the, the Cohen, uh, the Buck Cohen, I think that was named after one of the characters. Um, like one of the best characters. One of the best characters, yeah. Definitely the Moon Knight one with the cherry cherry soda, cola, and the. I haven't even bought. I, I told you a while ago, Chad, that I was going to buy because we can buy now here, like official bottled moonshine. I haven't I haven't tried oh, yeah. that. Mm. It's about sixty bucks over here, sixty bucks Australian. So oh, crap. Well, I mean, so that would be forty US. That's still mm -hmm. pretty expensive, right? Yeah. How much? That's how much is it? Expensive for. How much is it? How much oh, is over here? There? It's Meh. anywhere between ten to thirty-five. That's crazy, see? Yeah, it's like, that's... over in Moonshine Country, yeah. it's ten. You 10. can get oh. cheap corner store. Cheaper the better. Like you know, it's yeah. a stupid tariffs over here. That's why you know. I don't yeah, know. it is exactly. Don't know what's going on. Um. Anyway, but Moonshine capitalism. <laughs> bloody capitalism. <laughs> I hate him. Yet here I am, surrounded by lovely product, <laughs> lovely <Right>. products. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, maybe we should capitalize on that, Chad. Maybe the moonshine next time. Maybe we can do a, a let, let's get cheat faced. I'd like to do one a year. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> the way things went last time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once a decade for that one. Seriously, um, yeah, no. That that's fine. That's good. Uh, anything else been been happening? I, I know we asked this literally <laughs> the other episode ago, but um, uh, yeah. Let's see, anything? there was the passing of legendary mangaka Leiji Matsumoto. Oh, um, and okay. So that means that most of the uh, properties therein are kind of like out in the ether. Okay, uh, he's. Renowned for Galaxy Express 999, right. uh, working with Daft Punk. Oh, okay. Uh, Captain Harlock. Yeah, right. Oh, so how, how old was he? Is he eighty? Oh, good innings. Yeah, yeah, no, great. I mean, it's always it's still a bit, it's still tragic and sad, of course. But um, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, that's. I mean, this by the time this come comes out, it might be a bit of bit of late news. But I, I only read. Uh, at the time of this recording today, Chad, uh, Tom Sizemore passed away. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, he did. He had a he had a um, a heart attack. Let me get this right. I think he had a heart attack, which eventuated in a stroke, which eventuated in an aneurysm. Um, oh. And since again, at the time of this recording, Chad, since last Sunday, he had been in like intensive care. Oh, I'm thinking in a coma. Um, yeah. And the family had uh, discussed what they call it, end of life, like yeah, um, basically. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think it is. He was 60, 61, 60, 61. So that sounds right. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, yeah, pretty sad. Uh, anyway, R.I.P. Those were known from Saving Private Ryan, I think, and Red Planet, I think, with Val Kilmer, mm -hmm. uh, that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, I don't know how, what that has to do with Moon Knight, um, Chad, but there you go. Uh, hey, maybe it could do with Warwolf because Mars. Oh, yes. Well, there, I like it. I like it. Yes, I like it. I mean, that's a... Oh, sorry, you just got me thinking as well, like, you know, Mars and, and the Red Planet. Val Kilmer, he's not doing too well as well, is he? No, he's a little bit on the outs, but... Something on the... something. Oh, he can't... 
speak properly or something? Is that, is that what happened? Yeah. Like Top throat Gun, cancer, he... I believe. Oh, throat cancer. Jeez. Oh, good. My aunt had, oh, no, she, she had mouth cancer, which was terrible. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, yeah, she unfortunately passed. I think in the like late nineties or so, or the or two thousands. But yeah, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't very pleasant. Um, anyway, listeners, up vibe. Come on, we started yeah. talking about getting pissed and ended up talking about like deaths, which um, some would say is kind of connected to Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially the Houston run. Uh, yes. So anyway. White noise. Look, we are recording a bit ahead, so anything that we do say is will be severely outdated by the time that you do listen to this. Although, having said that, Chad, in my mind, um, I have come up with a plan. So this this may well. I'm not going to c- commit to anything, but I'm just going to say now this may well succeed after the episode that we've just recorded as well. I think. It's, anyway, I'm just going to leave that out there. I'm not going to commit to any episode number because this might just slot in somewhere convenient. Uh, let's head on and let's do a Lunapig Modern Run review. We are doing, as I mentioned, let me chuck it on there again. Midnight, Volume 5, Issue 9. It's for the occasion. So it's Part 3 of Midnight Sun. Chad and I, we covered Part 2, which was a cracker. Um, just a bit of a recap. It had the the confrontation with Cap, all to do with Civil War. Um, had a bit more on Midnight, uh, or we know it's Midnight, with Detective yeah. Flint uh, approaching Moon Knight, actually tailing Moon Knight, uh, and speaking to him at the scene of a crime, scene of a rather grisly crime. Uh, we got bits of Netta as well as we got... I mean, what we'll see in the opening gambit here, we got um, Rob, the personal trainer, a.k.a. the partner to Frenchie. Yes. Um, so yeah, I will post up here just for those who do see the video, uh, faithful Petrunis. Um, so Midnight Sun Part Three for the occasion, release date April eighteen two thousand seven, cover date May two thousand and seven. Uh, writer again Charlie Houston, penciler Miko Suyan. So a departure from from David Finch. I wouldn't mind discussing this with you, Chad, seeing the, the change in artwork. Uh, Inkers, Miko as well. Uh, colorist Frank Diamada, letterer Joe Caramagna. And the editors remain the same from the previous issue, Daniel Ketchum and Axel Alonso. Chad, do you reckon Howard Mackey named Ghost Rider Dan- Danny Ketch after Daniel Ketchum, the, the, the editor? I reckon there might be some. I reckon there might be something in there. Ketchum's kind of a common name out here. Is it? For Ketch, yeah. you know. But I mean, because he couldn't, he couldn't name him Danny Ketchum straight away. Because then it's it's blatantly the editor, right? Yeah. Do you reckon? Do you reckon Danny Ketch? I wouldn't say so. Oh, I'd love to ask I'm Howard Mackey but... that. No, no, that's fine. No, no. I mean, I mean, who knows? We, we don't know. Um, you know, you're like, your, out um, in the boonies here. We have a family of Ketchum, mm-hmm. so it's like awesome. Yeah, can't really say because I know in the I'm just going to name drop in in the Spider Woman podcast that to know her is to fear her. When we were covering the Carla Pacheco run, mm-hmm. uh, one of the the villains that Carla invented, uh, I can't remember her name right now, but she was fashioned very much after one of the editors, I think, or one of the other credited, people credited in the thing. Um, mm-hmm. And the name, I think, was similar as well. So I, I don't think it's uncommon maybe for, for creators to, you know, and, you know, there's... Yeah, I mean, there is that also as well. We could speculate about Stephen Grant, the writer. Which um, Stephen Grant are we talking about? Yeah. Oh, is are there more Stephen Grant like writers? Well, he was I, named after one of the American presidents. Oh, oh, was he? Oh, yeah. I, that's I guess why Grant Stephen is not... Grant, and you know, oh. Captain America. His middle name is Stephen Grant. Oh, oh. okay. Because there, there was a writer like in the eighties or something called Stephen Grant as well. Yeah, um, I wonder wrote if the ne- shadow. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and he and he did one. I think he did one issue of Moon Knight, and I I know it. I think he did some Iron Man. So I just wonder if Mensch, you know, 
just the thought, you know, I'll just call you Stephen Grant because, anyway, I don't know. It's all speculation. Speculation. Um, spe- yeah. And what happened to, I'm going to call that that guy. What was he? Oh, that loony. Uh, he was he was cool. Anyway, a shout out to you if you're still listening. Um, who, who He coined the term speculation and we've used it ever since. Um, so, anyway. Uh, this issue is available in floppy format. Still, I don't think it's very expensive. You can get it. Look on mm. eBay, look in bargain bins. I'm pretty sure it's still there. Uh, digitally, it's on Marvel Unlimited. Uh, you can buy it on the Marvel app. You can buy it in the Comixology slash Kindle store. Uh, and it's part of many trades as well. Similar to last episode, uh, out of print trades, there are hardcovers, there are trade paperbacks. But most recently, it's the omnibus of Houston, Horowitz and Benson uh, stories that was released last year, I think it was. Um, mm-hmm. which I th- is still available now. So um, go pick it up. Anyway, loonies, uh, what we'll do, Chad and I will go through our bare bones again. Thank you, Uncle Wiki. Um, they provide us plentiful words to, you know, to weave you a tale of what happens. Um, just to give you a, a reminder, a refresher, or if you haven't read it, then you will know what we're going to talk about. Then Chad and I will go through some overall impressions of this issue uh and then we'll do a um we'll go through some key moments like the beats so basically the main things that popped out for us whether they be good or bad uh and then some maybe notes on art and uh references and then chad and i will um finish this off with a a rating from the connoisseur rating system uh so chad again may i trouble you if you do, do would you have the prom sheet handy there it is. Uh, would you please uh, let the fair loonies know what this issue is all about? Okay, we're starting off with the wiki entry for the bare bones. Rob continues to work with Mark in his physical therapy. While training, he asks Mark about his superpowers. Mark tells him that he doesn't have any, but indicates that he once developed enhanced strength reflexes under the full moon. Kanshu continues to whisper in Mark's ear and tells him to get rid of Rob. Suddenly, midnight bursts through the wall of the house and attacks them. Mark hurls a gem weight at him, but midnight catches and throws it at Rob. Midnight is angry that Mark isn't trying to harder to hunt him down. He wants to establish himself as Moon Knight's arch-nemesis, but so far, Midnight is concerned. Mark has not been paying him due attention. As the two wrestle about, Mark picks up a sharpened piece of metal and drives into Midnight's left ear. Midnight howls in pain, then pulls the metal out, trailing pieces of flesh along with it. Mark begins battering at him with hand weights, but Midnight's enhanced stamina enables him to withstand the blows. He pins Mark to the wall, then proceeds to extract one of his teeth and forces him to swallow it. All the while, he continues to taunt Mark with fantasies of what he will do to Mark's former lover, Marlene. After he's finished torturing him, Midnight leaves and says that their final showdown will take place at the stroke of Midnight. Rob leaves and meets with Frenchie. He tells him what happened, and Frenchie warns him about the infectious nature of Mark's lifestyle. Mark changes into his costume and meets up with Ray. Uh, They board the Moon Chopper and fly out over the city. Mark has a bead on where Midnight is going to be, but something distracts him. He sees emergency vehicles converging around some skyscrapers, and on the rooftop of one of the buildings, Stands the Punisher. Yes. So, uh, as Chad mentioned, I think off air, very misleading uh, cover here. Awesome cover. I got to tell you that it's an awesome cover. Oh yeah. Um, it looks great, like the bared claws of Crescent and yes. know, just Punisher in a good stance for machine gun fire. It looks just great. Dis- 
just in a shirt as well. He's just, you know, yeah, they're so both cash. absolutely ripped. They're huge, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, we, we only see the Punisher at the very end. Uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, overall impression, Chad, what did yeah. you make of, of this issue? Ah, you really like as far as like a general comic, eh, it was okay, but for this story continuation, it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, just oh, the yeah. action was unbridled. Yeah, yeah, good, good word for it. I, I totally agree with you as well. You know, it's no secret I love my action, and you're right. I mean, standalone comic wise, um, you know, th- this would you could dare say goes through the motions, but uh, as part of the Midnight Sun arc, you know, coming in part three, um, we've got we've got the built, we've got the setup, we've got the exposition from issue two and, and such and issue one, and now we get some full-on confrontation uh, with Midnight. And I loved it. And uh, I want to call out already uh, Mika Suyan's art. Um, as much as I enjoy and, and I love David Finch's art as well, uh, there's enough difference here to, to notice the difference with Suyan. But but at the same time, um, it, it it is consistent with Finch's art. Like it's not too yeah. jarringly different. It's similar to... I put it to um, people may shoot me down for this uh, Sabatini and uh, Capuccio um, in the Jed McKay run. Um, I enjoy both of them, uh, and I don't want to say if I prefer one over the other because I don't want to, you know, throw shade on on any of the others. But um, I think they're consistent enough. I mean, they're, they're different styles, but they overall they kind of evoke the same tone. And I think Suyan does this with uh, with his artwork. I see what you mean. Uh, mm. I could see that with it. It's, uh, you know, they have their own highlights, yep. but they are, uh, there's kind of a gap there. Yeah. I mean, as well, having seen a lot of Suyin's, Suyin's art elsewhere, because he, he did a lot for Valiant Comics as well, and I love, yeah. you, know, you Chad, you, you as well, you love Valiant Comics too. Um yeah. You can tell here that uh, I think the direction from Houston <clears throat> is obviously a bit more of a darker tone. There's so much more shadow here that Suyun uses, I think, more than he's probably used to. Again, this could be his earlier years um, and this could be his artwork, but it, it tends to lean more towards uh, more towards the Finch you know, Finch style in the sense, not, not even Finch's style, but what Finch is trying to do as well with his art. Um, and and much of it would do would would be to the coloring as well. I yeah. mean, so you get a lot of blacks, you know, a lot of blacks, and, and the definitions are so pronounced with the with the with the black as well. Um, but yeah, really love the art. I, I, yeah, I really love this issue. Um, going on from the previous issue, very violent, Chad. I mean, there were those two things that we mentioned in the synopsis. Uh, one the pin in the year, and the other one swallowing the tooth. I mean, that's a new one. <laughs> and like, just like how poetic it was, because that's the same tooth that Mark knocked out while he's swinging those barbells at him. Oh, really? Okay. So it's like, yeah, you know, he's just trying to deliver the you know oh, last punchline with it. And it's just like, yeah, it's brilliant but yeah. horrible. <laughs> Oh, no, it is. And actually, I mean, before even going into any of the key aspects or moments of the, the issue, I want to just give a shout out to the to, to Midnight, to Jeff Wilde. I mean, this is the full, the first time we get the full introduction of him in his, so Mika Suyan has the, has the, the, the honor of, of showing us the full Midnight there. And he looks absolutely, he looks so different from, uh, from the Mark Bagley Amazing Spider-Man Jeff Wilde midnight that we see, he's, he's definitely a cyborg still, uh, but more of a, a horror tinge cyborg. And even his costume with that, like the tuxedo, is is very strange. Um, it's like the Joker Terminator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but he is a whacked one. I mean, again, you alluded to in the the wiki he 
is reduced to tears, right? I, I think it's in this one, isn't it? Or maybe it was the last issue. He's reduced to tears and the um the nurse has to kind of console him because Moon Knight is not paying any attention to these oh. to the murders. He's like, what, was, what do I yeah. I think that was actually in uh what was it? No, seven. That, oh seven, was it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So all the way back in part one, but yeah, he he is totally kind of unhinged um and the fact that he stops the fight like you know and he goes look i don't want to fight you i want to i want to fight the real real moon knight get get your costume on get all your bells and whistles let's make a thing let's let's make a a date at, at midnight to do it the fact that he's it's do- cute. <laughs> it's cute yeah it's just yeah totally wacko because uh, he for all intents he had mark on the ropes here he could have that could have been it. The end of Moon Knight, you know. Mark was dressed up and ready to fight yeah. and dance all night. Yeah, it just didn't feel right for him to like to do it. Now he wanted to just throw down the gaunt. This was throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah. Um. So I mean, the one of the main aspects here, Chad, I thought was obviously the fight was a, was a huge one. Um, what did you make of? I thought this was a very unique like fight scene i haven't seen anything like this i uh i was really impressed like i'm not surprised but impressed that mark was swinging like 50 pound barbells Mm. with his punches like and that would tear someone to pieces yes being the person swinging it it's just like Mark, yeah, he's a heavyweight boxer, but that's so much weight. That would kill a person. I know. Like, he would just drop out. No one has that stamina. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think it's it's, it's a really great, innovative way of showing, like, a different fight, this setting, because, you know, with weights, anyone that has been to a gym or try to lift the weight anyway, you you know, you've got differing weights and, and the the weight of them uh but then using like mark as you say flinging them um the amount of force and and pain that would inflict on someone albeit you know it's midnight <laughs> yeah but... midnight oh, oh no i mean the recipient i mean all mid albeit like midnight like he just catches it one hand but having a knowledge of of you know the weight of it when you see it like in the action scene it kind of adds a bit more like you know how much this will inflict you know you, you know as opposed to like in in some comics say for instance uh the hulk rips uh an oak tree out of the the ground and hurls <laughs> it at someone but we don't have a really a concept of how damaging that would be i mean because you know we've never lifted an oak tree uh so but you know with weights you kind of like oh wow this is this is hard metal why right? you know that being flung at you um so I'm so anyway, saying, since yeah. moving out to the property, we've had like windstorms yeah. and trees come down. It's like oh, there gosh. is no freaking way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, th- th- that amazes us as well when we have storms as well and it uproots trees because the amount of force needed for that is just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you know, we see stuff like here, like midnight catches it, Jeff catches it, and he just rips the weight into yeah. cleaves it into and he hurls it back and almost i think does he does he get him but he almost gets rob um, oh he hits rob he, he does hit him okay because that would cause serious damage oh he does that I would be great that, that would cause serious damage oh yeah because yeah. he hits him center mass yeah right in the solar plex in the it's solar like, plex no, that's done you're yes. put down yeah and yeah exactly uh, but you know, not only that, Mark gets the um, what do you call the bar from mm-hmm. the barbell, which is which which has its own innate weight as well. Like so, it's not like it's, I think it's, it's like weight. ten pounds. Yeah, it's it's not like it's weightless. Like when you, you it's got a bit of weight to it, but he yeah. uses it. Um, and I like it. So these action scenes, sometimes action scenes can be overwhelming, or you don't see enough of it, and you can't follow with it. I, I, only the 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 really classic older comic book issues where where the fight, like the camera is further out and you can kind of see everything. I think some modern comics tend to be really up close or really frenetic that you don't actually understand what's happening. Um, 
over here uh you get a um over here you you get a flow like with mark throwing uh, hurling the bar at midnight him catching it and him smacking mark with it like in one in one move i think that's yeah. really um really cool um but yeah i mean talking about innovation here chad the well rob tries to stop uh midnight which is cool he's got mark uh, hovering in the air like a very tropey yeah. stranglehold um but mark uh rob stops him but this pin oh man how cool is that and i think suey and, and the art he really sells it i mean we've we really get a horror like you, even if you look at the angles of mark um as he kind of just before he puts the pin on it's, it's classic horror you know just the yeah. under uh, um undershot or whatever upshot um of, of the face um but he drives that in uh so you know mark's a smart one he knows he can't out out um outmatch midnight with strength so he goes for for the weak points and him being a mercenary a master combatant um he goes for what he knows so he gets he gets jeff in the ear which is terrible and we know for sure as well that jeff does feel pain uh, we know that the yeah. nurse has intentionally put pain in him otherwise he's just like a cyborg like a, a robot he just can't feel anything so he does have nerve endings um or nerve senses uh, she mentions that he has force feedback receptors which oh you know yeah. that's basically like a rumble pack or a vibrator oh. sentence uh, sentence for your uh controller or something like that oh okay right 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 so that's he doesn't great. feel pain it's like dulled and maybe like figuratively since he doesn't feel pain all of a sudden getting a whiff of it he might feel yeah. pain right right ah oh, interesting yeah you know she does mention i do recall she mentions that it was it sounded very technical so i didn't um yeah pay too much attention but that's that's interesting because yeah i mean again it shows the thought that houston has put into this rather than just throw away you know yeah. throw, throw away concepts he actually ensures that it's um carried through uh the shot here yeah of of midnight taking out the pin with uh excess flesh i guess and stuff hanging off it is is quite quite sickening but i love this next bit mark has the um the uh the dumbbells and he's so he's doing a bit of exercise as he fights so he's holding both of them almost as like cestus like as gaunt gauntlets and he's punching midnight with it um so yeah awesome stuff and again you know mark's body is only human this can only bode not that much <laughs> not well for mark because um you know he's only human uh yeah. but yes but there, there's a tooth there that you're talking about chad i think that comes yep. out um well spotted again lovely work here from suian that he, the big hero shot there i mean that um transcends any panel borders it just, just overlaps over it just very creative uses of um of panels here uh yeah so you so mark falling through it it all overlaps quite well um but here, yeah, we've got Midnight. This was, I thought, rather like sickening and it was entertaining. But yeah. I was kind of thinking, so Houston thought of this? Like he thought this particular thing to do, like what he's going to do. I'm going to extract a tooth out of someone, going to shove it in their gob and sh and cover their mouth so they have to, <laughs> have to swallow it. I mean, it's not going to kill Mark. Um, mm. but it's just going to be massively uncomfortable. uncomfortable yeah yeah and realistically he'll have to pass it <laughs> exactly it's, exactly chad it's yeah. like there's uh like tax that he has to pay for fighting midnight it's mm. debilitating it's embarrassing <laughs> yeah, exactly it is um so yeah i thought it was a it was a stranger because it's a level of discomfort. It's not like he's broken his arm. He's just kind of made it. Although, again, Suyin shows it in a rather graphic way. He's coughing up, like, looks like blood or something, or sputum um, from his mouth. Uh, so he does make it. And again, the horror, like the the close up of the eyes, you know, a gog and the mouth, uh, the, the glove, 
the leather glove over the nose and mouth. It's all really well done, I think. Um, so, yeah, so Jeff Wilde, absolutely a terror. Um, I would have to say this iteration of his is my favourite um, just because it's just so horror, like horror, um, grotesque, uh, as opposed to the Mark Spector one, as opposed to the Amazing Spider-Man uh, iteration of Jeff Wilde. I don't know about you. What do you What do you reckon, Chad? I like this one the most, mm. but I also think there's like a level of identification here that, you know, Cap comes to Mark and like has all this, you know, grandiose like speeches to give about, you know, you need to, you know, stand up for your fellow man and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this point, Bucky has already come back into his life mm-hmm. and he's recovering, turning into a superhero again. Mark is now fighting his Bucky and mm. it is not the same fight. No, no, not at all. Yeah, that's a good point. Far out. Um, yes, the the whole sidekicks thing, isn't it? Like, it's crazy. Uh, he even... Midnight Jeff even calls out to Rob, doesn't he? I think it's even, I think, in the issue before, or might be this new one where he says, Yeah, the new meat. Are you the sidekick? You know, think you're better than me? You know, that sort of, all that sort of stuff, um, which kind of paints a hatred towards this guy that he's only just met, Rob. Um, yeah. But, you know, we're talking about a maniacal person, so who knows what's going on in his mechanical head. Um, but, yeah, so in typical crazy form as we mentioned he just kind of ups and leaves ah, i've had my fun this is it go clean yourself up um i want the real moon night um so that that's where it's kind of left um what did you think of this was one of the other beats and it's a small one uh it, it's a frenchy chat with with rob um i thought it was good like mm. with all this escalation and violence and stuff it kind of framed the entire thing to Mm -hmm. set up for the rest yeah because if we didn't have this it would just kind of feel like a run-on sentence Mm. yeah i know what you mean it kind of breaks it up a bit right so yeah 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 i mean i couldn't help but think because you know obviously having read ahead and and knowing what happens because I think we did cover a lot of the Benson stuff um, before yeah. we actually covered this. There is a, such a repetitive theme here. I mean, these two, there's a tension. This is the beginning of some sort of tension, you know, and it builds up. Um, I think it culminates in the Benson run where, where it's literally this or on the bed, but Frenchie storms out because because of this kind of continual puppy dog kind of adoration that Rob has for Moon Knight. And Frenchie knows, like, he's been there and done that. I mean, you see shots of his his legs. He knows the costs that are involved. I mean, if anything, look at Midnight. He's just seen <laughs> Jeff Wilde. Yeah. This is this is what happens if you are part of Moon Knight's world, you know. So uh, I think these conversations with Rob are very important. They're kind of um, touchstones with the reader for us to know or remind us that, you know, Moon Knight – He's a superhero, but he damages a lot of people. He's friends, you know. He, he's trying to do good, but he actually ruins a lot of lives. Um, and so we'll see that later on coming up um, as well. Having said that as well, we do get uh, towards the end here, the old cast, you know, the old network. There's a mention of Marlene because uh, Moon Knight almost like freaky stalk, freakishly stalking her. You know, she says yeah, he grew. When yeah. isn't Mark she's stalking her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she says like you know, grow up or leave me alone. Like she's had this before. Damn, what well, she says, damn you! You have to stop this. If you want to see me, come and see me. Uh, and and you see Mark just as Moon Knight just silently put the phone away. I mean, that's just like, he's come on, Mark. You got to own it. He do- he doesn't own it yet with Marlene. He doesn't like confront her he doesn't communicate with her um but where i was going with this as well chad was we see ray and again i think from issue seven another ramification of mark like jenna blames jake or mark for filling ricky with all these 
stories of war and you know superhero do gooding and resulted so what we know one of the big things that we should mention is that ricky has passed you know um yeah one of jenna's sons uh, and she blames him for for that so again his touch is is poison to his friends like anything that he does he seems to to muck them up so that that's a running theme in this um and and it's a running theme ever since ever since the bottom as well um the first arc. Well, even before that it was volume two that mm-hmm. you know it's like no matter where he went someone yeah. could track him back and find him attack yeah. his friends yeah yeah true true yeah I, I think though houston really does like spell it out like in this run though he really does show like you know mark you're you know for want of a better word you're a bit of a cancer to to your friends like uh and that's you know is that how you define a superhero uh you know the jury's out on that one um so that this is why we love him loonies this is why moon knight's such a complicated character um speaking of complicated characters (laughs) <laughs> I I actually meant to talk to you about this before. Oh, yeah. um, they have casting for Sentry. Uh, yes, Steven uh, Yuen. Yeah, how cool is that? I actually, I'm awesome. Have I'm you actually, seen him in Mayhem? No, no, only in oh. the Walking, only in Walking Dead. But I'm pretty down for it. Actually, like you, you know, I've never really considered you know who would be cast as Sentry. But I reckon he'd be great. Like I reckon he can pull off that. Oh, and also he him doing um Invincible. Yeah. Just the vo- voice acting. Yeah, he's it's fantastic uh in that. Uh yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Mm-hmm. It'd be uh, it'd be really cool. So yeah, very exciting news. And yeah, talking about <laughs> difficult unhinged characters. difficult character. Oh my god, Sentry. We are we've only just started covering him in the new Avengers run um mm-hmm. with Bendis over at um the Spider Woman podcast. But yeah, fantastic. Uh so yeah, more of this. We, we get also Crawley, which is cool. I think Houston writes Crawley really well. Like I love yeah. reading Crawley's overly verbose um speak it's great and it's got the little flies so hats off to Suyin for that yeah um but yeah so i mean the the only last big aspect of this is is towards the end and, and we're heading towards it now um basically as you mentioned in the in the synopsis chad uh a bit distracted like there, there are some cars ablaze and stuff um i love i mean having said that there's a i don't want to be overly critical but it's a little bit of wonkiness in the punisher i don't know if you agree the depiction here i don't know something yeah. with his head it just looks a bit weird um but other than There's that a lot of neck that would have to be there mm. to be able to crane it like that like regardless yeah. of the angle that he's shooting at and i mean i he, he understand he's jacked up but maybe it's the angle as well but some bits look a bit out of proportion like his leg but i, I don't know yeah I mean, it's this, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a car, it's a throwaway kind of comment because it's, you know, he's he's firing a gun, looking awesome on top of a roof, uh, and and the moon chopper coming to get him, um, sets things up pretty well. Um, I like how he's got the white gloves and the boots, very classic, you know. I was actually thinking about that a while back, and yep. it's like, why would he do that? It doesn't know, make yeah. sense for the Punisher. Yeah, and then like, yeah. yeah, he probably got it at like a surplus store from like Shield agents, right? Ah, uh, their color scheme. I was about to say he probably borrowed some from Mooney. <laughs> he just said, you know, running a bit low here, Mark. Have you got anything? No, you're right. Shield agents, absolutely. Um, the more practical, I would think, is that whoever designed Jerry Conway, yeah, superhero-y, you know, otherwise if it's all black. But absolutely, the idea of the skull drawing fire, I mean, why would you draw fire to your hands and your, your legs? Um, that's just a bit weird. But, yeah, yeah. Um, it ends on that. So, I mean, are you a fan of the Punisher, Chad? Or yeah, um, yeah, oh, yeah. Funny. Oh, you are. I'm actually wearing. Oh, oh you are. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, me, me too as well. I feel uh, he's a very divisive kind of character as well and, you know, the, the controversy that has come with him and, and all yeah. that. But I still enjoy, like, I just recently read another, it, was, it wasn't a Garth, a Garth Ennis, it was actually a, a Dwayne Swazinski um, run, uh, Six Hours to Kill. Uh, it was a Punisher. Okay. Yeah, Punisher Max. Um, and, oh, yeah. man, he's just awesome. <laughs> um, that Garth Ennis era of Punisher is just fantastic. He's that's how he should be. Yeah, yeah. it's it, knowing the Punisher. That is like exactly how it would ramp up. Yes, because that's he's completely unhinged. He's not yep. okay. There is no limit that he wouldn't go to. Yep. Um, psychotic, sociopathic. Um, oh yeah. Just the the lack of the ability to engage with people properly, because understandably, what he's been doing for so long and what has been done to him uh, has kind of withered all remnants of you know connections to to other human beings. So yeah. it's really interesting to see. Um, so this arc that I read, Six Hours to Kill, it's really interesting to see his interactions with other human beings, like whether they are people are trying to help him or whether they are the bad guys. Um, he tends to, to, to act the same. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just really kind of haunting and, and cool kind of at the same time for him. He's really gone beyond uh, any hu humanity. Um, but yeah. Anyway, he, I, I find him a very, very interesting character. I love how you get the levels of him. Then you get Moon Knight, who's very kind of different, but at There's least in the Houston run. Similarities. Yeah. yeah, at least in the Houston run, a lot of similarities. And then you get the Daredevil, you know, they, these vigilantes. And yeah, Spider-Man as well, but he's, you know, he's got mm. superpowers. Like he's really, yeah. Um, kind of but elevates these streets him out of the same gutter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Punisher, yeah, Moon Knight and, and Daredevil, oh, um, crazy stuff. But yeah, Punisher's definitely what was it? Um, I can't remember what I was reading, but uh, it might have been it might have been issue seven of this rereading issue seven, where oh no, it might have been Captain Captain America in the previous issue. He's going where Frank needs to be in a cage, so oh. you need to be in a, a straitjacket. And then I just, yeah. And Moon Knight says, if I'm going to be in a straitjacket, I'll tie it myself. Yeah, yeah, very cool. It's like, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it with Mark. Yeah, yeah. I'd love it because it's just in those few simple words, uh, Houston has you know, created something like it's a, a glimpse into what Mark, how Mark perceives himself. Yet it's mm. also a glimpse of how Captain America perceives him, uh, gauges him against the Punisher. Uh, but yeah. I love that comparison. Whereas Frank it belongs in the cage, you belong in a, in a straitjacket. And that says a lot about the Punisher as well. <laughs> like he belongs, yeah. he's just, he's just this uncontrollable, like dog. beast. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, listeners, it ends on that um chad any other final final thoughts on this issue this huge action-packed issue um just that that last page that's pretty prolific but also there's no port to have those shells ejected on that gun <laughs> so I'm, I'm wondering how that gun works <laughs> well, it's modified you know, by mic <laughs> by micro somewhere. You know, you know, he's he's done that somehow. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we know that the moon chopper can run pretty much on silent. So even over the gunfire, Frank would not <laughs> would not hear them coming. Uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, out of out of ten, uh, Chad, what would you give this out of um, out of ten ear uh, burst eardrums? <laughs> um. I think I'd have to give it a seven. It's not as good as the last one, but it had a lot of concentric, like things that had to pull out, you know? Yep. Yeah, no worries. A seven out of 10. So what was that one again? I think my iPad has just died. That is a round solid boy, is it? I think it is. Yeah, that's like solid that. boy. 
solid boy. We're going opposites now, Chad, because I'm with the previous issue. Uh, previous issue, I went seven, you went eight, and now this issue, yeah. I'm going to go eight, and you're going to go really? seven. You went seven, yeah. I, d- I mean, you know, I totally understand where you're coming from, like as single issues, single issue point of view, like how this works, but um. You know, that aside, I just love the whole action piece of this. And, and I just, I'm a big fan of Suyan's art, um, just uh, how he goes really into the kind of the grotesque. I mean, Finch does that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Finch does it well, but he's got a lot to play with here, Suyan, with he gets the honour of, of introducing us to, to Midnight, you know. he. Yeah. So I dare say he, he had part in designing that new mm-hmm. look of Midnight. So, um yeah, no, it's really so juicy. It is very juicy, isn't it? Yeah, and albeit a very fleeting appearance by Frank, um, anytime Moon Knight and and the Punisher come together, it's it's um a glorious days ahead. Uh, so, um, so looking forward to that, and and I love the the support cast. We saw we did see Marlene, uh, Ray. Uh, we saw Frenchie, uh, so we get a fair bit of the old crew there, which is which is pretty cool, and uh, and a bit more of Rob as well. So eight out of ten, um, I would give this um, big beautiful yellow man. I think that was so. Yep. Loonies, let us know what you think as well. Um, we've still got the discussion thread up. I think I've got them for both issues eight and nine. Um, this is great because you can com- combine the two and let us know what you think. Um, even add in part one in there. Um, how are you finding Midnight Sun? I think it's an underrated arc, Chad, um, because it it comes after the bottom and the bottom, ha- you know, influenced so many. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of made such an impact on so many readers uh, but i think as a follow-up as a is that right sophomore sophomore um story is that an american term is that right? yeah that's kind of an american term but that kind yeah. of implies that there's more in the series after mm, oh okay right yeah, yeah i thought like as in the second the, the you know how they talk about musicians um you got the debut the album sophomore album yeah the sophomore album yeah the the, the follow-up um, as part, as far as follow-ups go, I think it, it's very strong. Uh, and unfortunately I think it, it gets glossed over, uh, as I said. So let us know what you think, loonies. Always happy to hear. Um, there's great discussions happening on discord, uh, as well as, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can catch us all over there, even on YouTube as well. We are, um, Oh, I shouldn't have said that because we, we generally are on YouTube, but, um, for past issues like this. Uh, the videos are, are pretty much just for the, the Patronis. So um, anyway, let us know. <laughs> uh, Chad, thank you once again. Awesome chat with yeah. you. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, any plans coming up um, for see. yourself or the fan? I need to catch up on Moon Knight, like the current run. Oh. I've just been really busy. Yeah, yeah. Are you collecting anything else? Anything else um, at the moment? Unfortunately, being out here in the boondocks, I can't really get out much. But okay. I mean, I'm looking forward to this Sunday where the next episode of The Last of Us comes out. Oh, yep, yeah. nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then, of course, like I said, the next installment of Name of the Wind. Yep, definitely add that in. I've been waiting years for it. <laughs> <laughs> name of the wind yeah take, take heed listeners um i've been always looking for some good books to read as well so it'd be good to and fantasy as well because um what was it justin was telling me about the uh oh, dragonlance dragonlance oh yeah dragonlance is coming out again mm. and um i'm pretty keen to get into that so i mean just just because i don't know keen to just read something read like fantasy I don't know, i've never really read much of that before other than Lord of the Rings, is that that's fantasy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fantasy. Yeah, so um, yeah. Anyway, uh, good times there. Uh, yeah, I've got to catch up on my pile as well, Chad. I do keep up to date with Moon Knight, but I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm loving the Fantastic Four run at the moment by Ryan North. Uh, he's also doing Secret Invasion. I think that's a mini that's wrapping up. Um, but I've just got to catch up on a few things. I'm still collecting. 
uh, Aftershock, I think. Ed Brisson's doing There's Something Wrong with Patrick Todd. Uh, that's been a very interesting mini series about this teenager who has uh, weird mind powers uh, and he's being tracked by a serial killer. So that's, um, that's always fun. Um, but yeah, but uh, plenty to catch up on. Uh, loonies, uh, a big thank you. A big thank you once again to all our Patroonies. Uh, you can support also our, our, our principal sponsors, um, Odin Odin Sword on Dricky Marvel Podcast. Go check that out. Frank the Think Tank on I Want to Fight It Podcast. Support Daniel Doing also on Fringe Night with uh, patreon.com slash fringe night 27. Uh, and please uh, check out CLZ Comics. Um, or CLZ Comics here yeah, on collectdoors.com uh, and also uh, you get 20% off if you use the code MOON for Dreamland Comics, uh, that store online. Uh, we're part of the collective as well, so check out all the fine shows there as well. I'll give a shout-out to Inner Demons, a Ghost Rider podcast, Gamma Charge, the strongest podcast there is, uh, all, all uh, about the Hulk. Uh, and... Uh, the boys doing great guns over at TV Podcast Industries. They're, they're fantastic. I love those guys. Recently have surpassed their 750th episode. How cool is that? So big congrats to, to Derek, John, and Chris there. Uh, you can find us, loonies, or, or drop us a line on, fa on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. Just use the handle ITK Moon Knight, um, and you should be able to find us there. Uh, we're, we've got an email feedback at itkmoonnight.com, and we've got a website as well where you can leave a comment at the end of the episode page. So, plenty of ways to contact us. We love to talk about comics. Uh, get to check out Chad as well. Chad, uh, Chad is in and around the traps of uh, of ITK as well as Captain Harlock. Um, your your page over there, Chad. A lot of memes, yep. a lot of... Uh, lots yes, of memes. <laughs> lots of memes. Go check it out. Uh, I think I've got everything. That was just off the top of my head, Chad, because, as I said, my iPad has conked it, so I haven't got the prompt <laughs> sheet. Um, thank you once again, Chad. Yeah, no problem. It was fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome fun to have you on. I hope, hope to have you on. I hope it's not as long next time before having you on again. Uh, yeah. But I, obviously I realise, you know, life and, and and scheduling and duties but hopefully we can we can see each other more often yes yes and uh and with that loonies as always may country watch over the denizens of the night catch you later bye and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. Tell me his name again. Thanos. I think I shall call him... Adam. But return to me again empty-handed, and I will bathe the starways in your blood. Thanks, Dad. Sounds fair. Korvac's power grows, as does his madness. He would have destroyed us all, had I not pulled us into the Soul Gem. Then Thanos, I'm coming for you. After Xandar, you were going to kill my father? You dare to oppose me? You see what he has turned me into? You kill him, I will help you destroy a thousand planets. It's alright Adam, we're here to help. Just stay cool. Ugh! I don't... Want to be here? Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. Five years and going strong. Every other week, mostly. 
for all of your Adam Warlock, Thanos, or Marvel Cosmic needs. Find it on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. ResurrectionsAdamWarlock.tumblr.com Adam Warlock, you cannot keep leaving your philosophy books open on the floor. I always trip on them in the middle of the night on my way to the can.